0: Forty. just gonna be reading three verses in your hearing, and I want to share what the Lord has made me on today. Psalm so, chapter forty. Beginning from verse number one. There's a reading out of the New King James Version. I'm reading verse 1 to 3. I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined to hear me, to me, and heard my cry. We'll see that verse again. I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined to me and heard my cry verse 2 he also brought me up out of a horrible pit out of the miry clay and set my foot upon a rock and established my steps he has put a new song in my heart. Praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. I want to say that verse one again. I, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard. My cry. This morning I want to preach from the subject Help is on the way. Help is on the way. For the past few years, we have witnessed many tragedies. Several years ago, I remember it clear as day, there was an attack that happened in the borough of Manhattan. I remember as a little boy, I was in school, man. We heard that there was a tragedy that occurred by the Twin Towers. On that September 11, 2001 we see two towers being destroyed and we see terror and fear in the eyes of America. I remember churches were packed in, people were running to services, people were running on their knees to pray because a tragedy has come. Then. After that, in the state of Louisiana, there was an event called Hurricane Katrina, which destroyed the state of Louisiana and displayed, destroyed and set people all over the South. A tragedy. After that, in 2008, there was something called a recession, where there was gas prices being high and money was being... Down and things were going downhill financially, a tragedy. Then after that, we come to the year 2020, where a widespread disease by the name of COVID-19 was killing millions upon millions of people. There was no solution. And there was a shutdown going on. Unemployment was on the rise. People were losing their jobs, and restaurants was going out of business. Small businesses was crumbling, and yet we've seen a tragedy. Then we come two years later, when now we seen several weeks ago that there in the state of New York, in Buffalo, New York, We've seen that 13 people were killed by someone shooting in a supermarket in the state of New York, in Buffalo, and that was a tragedy. Then, a few days ago, as I was preparing to teach Bible study, get my mind ready for that, I see on my phone a notification saying, children was killed in the state of Texas and their school. I was sitting there saying, what am I going to say to the people that are looking at the same thing that I'm looking at? Do I continue trying to teach the lesson that I have prepared or do I try to address this incident or do I stay quiet? But as I was there, I got on my knees and said, Lord, what do you want me to say to your people? And as I was reading the scripture, the Lord began to show me what to say. And as I was there, I began to feel this prophetic grief where I'm grieving and feeling the pain of what's going on with people, but also have to speak and encourage and uplift people out of their darkness. And we seen A tragedy. When I see all of the bad things that are happening, I realize that I have to go to what a blues singer described as stormy Monday. Because people go through storms every single day. We go through storms with our families. We go through storms with our friends. We go through storms on our jobs. And even when we try to pray or we try to figure things out, we've all gone through storms. And I believe that even in the midst of all the storms, Jesus can come and say, peace, be still. Now, one thing I did not talk about is my personal tragedies in my life because it's so easy for someone to say oh pastor you don't know what i'm going through but i understand what you're going through 10 years ago in the year 2012 i went through a personal tragedy myself everything was going well and then i got hit with a diagnosis that seemed chaotic and yet that was a tragedy then after going through that in 2012 then in 2013 my grandfather suddenly passes away without a warning, without even an expectation, passes away, that was a tragedy. Then after he pastored a church for several years, being thrown out and had to pack his stuff and try to figure out what's the next step, that was a tragedy. Then being sick again in 2016, that was a tragedy. Then trying to figure things out and maneuver, through that event in 2020, going through seeing my best friend die in a car crash and had the preacher's eulogy, that was a tragedy. Then I seen my friend who was from childhood die from cancer, that was a tragedy. Life comes with tragic moments. But I believe I can stand here and say, like James said, count it all joy when you go through various trials. I know that seems very oxymoronic, it seems crazy, but even though I'm going through trials, and even though I'm going through tragedy, I still count it all joy. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Yes. We have to trust the Lord even when things don't make sense, even when things don't look the way they are supposed to look, we still have to trust in the Lord. Yes, even when your bills are trying to be paid and you're trying to pay your mortgage and your money is running low, you still have to trust in the Lord. There may be children trying to figure out what's the next step, but you still have to trust in in the Lord. You may be trying to find a new job. Or trying to figure out what to do next. Or trying to move out of state. But you have to trust in the Lord. Here in Psalms 40. David is writing. And he said firstly. I waited patiently for the Lord. That word patience. When we think of the word patient, it it means that we have to wait. It is very hard for us to try to wait because we want things instantly. We want things immediately. We want instant gratification. For example, if you go to McDonald's and you get your meal too late, there is a frustration that will come. Why? Because it's called fast food. It means it's supposed to come on time. But when you go to your grandmother's house the food comes out way better than McDonald's but the food takes some time. I believe that God sometimes has slow cooked miracles for us. Where the miracle is coming but it's gonna take some time. Many of us don't want to wait for anything, but we cannot sit here and treat God like DoorDash, Uber Eats, or the Express. We have to wait for God to move in our lives. Sometimes things take time. Many times people want the fast life. They want fast cars, they want fast money, they want fast houses, but I believe if you try to jump too fast, You're going to crash. But I believe that if you take your time, things will begin to move smoothly. And he said he inclined to me and heard my cry. So as I'm waiting for the Lord, as I'm sitting there and being patient, he heard my cry. I don't know about you, but maybe this morning you've been trying to figure out, God, are you listening to me? Sometimes in prayer we come to God and we give Him this long laundry list and we tell people what God said and all that kind of stuff, but sometimes in prayer we have to be silent. Because sometimes in prayer we can over talk and over But in prayer, it is a dialogue. It's not just you talking, but sometimes you have to close your mouth and listen to what the Lord wants to tell you. You have to have patience. I love God because he heard my cry. I love the Lord because he listened to me when I spoke to him in the midnight hour. Have you ever been in a place where you've been sitting by yourself and you're trying to pray to the Lord and you tried to get on the phone with someone, but they could not? help you. You were trying to call some other people, but they could not help you. But what I love about God is that when He, when I talk to Him, He listens to me. He hears me when I talk to Him. He hears me when I'm crying my eyes out and I can't even show someone I'm crying. He hears my cries. When I'm groaning and moaning and trying, He hears me. What I love about God is that God is sensitive. I remember one day I was crying and I was feeling sad and telling someone how I felt. And they were being insensitive. But what I love about God is that when I'm vulnerable to the Lord and I cry to Him and I let it all out, He listens to me. The song says, have a little talk with Jesus. Tell Him all about your troubles. We serve a God who listens to our cry. And as he listens to our cries, we have to be patient. You see, faith is the ingredient to patience. Faith is saying that, yes, I know where I am, but I know where God is going to take me. Because right now, it doesn't look like faith works. But as you understand faith, you hold on to your faith. And as you hold on to it, you stand on anticipation of what God is going to do. And then we come to verse number two. And it said, He brought me out of a horrible pit. So, number one, we deal with patience. But then we come to a pit of us have fallen in places that we least expected. Many of us have been in a pit of despair. Many of us have been in a pit of depression. Many of us have been in a pit of sadness. All of us have gone through a horrible pit. Maybe your pit is you're trying to climb out of debt, but yet that debt of pit is trying to hold you down. Maybe you're trying to make more money to provide food on the table from your family, but yet you're in a pit of nothing. Sometimes we're all dealing with a pit, and sometimes a pit feels like a prison. Sometimes we go through things and it feels like we're stuck in something and we can't even Get out of it. I don't know about you, but sometimes life can become so burdensome that it feels as though there's no hope at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes it feels like things are so dark that there's no light coming inside of the room. Sometimes you're so down in your misery that you don't even know what up even looks like. Someone may come to you with an encouraging word and you say, oh, that's not going to happen. And that's not going to happen because you're in a pit of pessimism. Have you ever met people who are pessimistic? Every single day, they're pessimistic. Every single day, they're negative. And every single day, they're always discouraging you or making you feel bad. But they're in a pit of Darkness. But what I've noticed is that sometimes people, most times people cannot help you. Why? Because they're in a pit of despair themselves. I remember my grandfather would say the blind can't help the blind because sometimes we're so blinded by our pit that we can't even get up. Sometimes we're so blinded by the danger and the darkness that we don't see anything possible. But the good news is that he brought me out. To of that pit. Yes, I was down in my pit. Yes, I was down in my sickness. Yes, I was down in my misery. Yes, I was down in my depression. But he brought me out of that pit. You see, the good news is that yes, I was going through something terrible. Yes, I was going through something bad, but he brought me out of it. You see, what I love about God is that God sees you in your situation. And he goes down in your situation and takes you by the hand and picks you back up again. We serve God who sees you in your messed up state. He does not look at you like he's ashamed of you, but he looks at you in love and says you can get back up again yes you may have tried to try to graduate from school and it feels like everything is stacked up but when you graduate god can bring you out yes you may be in a bad relationship that woman may get on your nerves or that man may get on your nerves but god can bring you out of that bad relationship when you see the issues that people go through God can bring you out of it. I have a testimony because there was some situation that I'm glad that God brought me out of There's some friendship that God brought me out of There's some toxic people that said they loved me, but God brought me away from it. There's some people that said they were trying to be there for me, but when they left me somewhere, God brought me out of it. There may have been people who said, you don't do this and you don't do that. You may not like me. You may put me down. You may be mastered up. You may be pushing me down, but God can bring me out. You see, that pit that you go through, God can get you out of that pit. And then it said, out of the miry clay. So when you go through the muck and the mire, that is a messiness. Sometimes we get stuck in some messy situations. Sometimes we get stuck with some messy people. Sometimes we stuck in messy obstacles, but God knows how to get down in the muddy parts of your life and pick you back up. And then I set my foot upon a rock and establish my steps. Sometimes when we go through life, We don't know what steps to go to. But we stand on the solid rock. We stand and we know that when we stand, God can establish our steps. I love that God establishes our steps. Because when we walk in life, we may trip. We may stumble. We may fall but God can establish our step. The song says and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. This morning I'm standing here walking not because I'm perfect. I'm walking because God walks a a line with me. He walks right next to me. He's always there when I need him. And then verse 3 it says he has put a new song in my mouth praise to our god so number one we deal with patience and number two we deal with pit but number three we deal with praise we praise god not because for houses, cause, or land. But we praise God because He got us out of our pit. But not only do we praise God for the pit, we also praise God that as we were being patient, He heard us. You see, I have a praise on my heart, I have a praise in my mouth, I have a praise on my mind because the Lord was there for me. So what do I do when I come to the house of the Lord? I praise him. I worship Him. I thank Him. Why? Because He brought me out of my situation. Some people have, what I have is what I call intentional amnesia, where they forget what the Lord has done for them. They forget that the Lord helped them out when no one helped them. They forget what God has done for them. But my praise is not temporary. My praise is testimonial. I testify about what the Lord has done for me. I testify and I tell everybody about who Jesus is. Why? Because he brought me out. You may be feeling sad but help is on the way. You may be feeling tragic, but help is on the way. You may be feeling heavy, but help is on the way. You may be sick, but help is on the way. You may be feeling down, but help is on the way. Why? Because the scriptures. says, I will look to the hill from it cometh my help. All of my help Comes from the Lord. When I don't know what to do, I look up to my help. When I feel down, I look up to my help. I want to encourage even the state of Buffalo, New York look to Jesus. Jesus will pick you up and turn you around to the state of Texas that's dealing with that shooting. God will pick you up no matter how dark things look. No matter how things, are going bad. God can pick you up. Is there a witness in the house saying, Lord, I thank you for picking me up. Lord, I praise you for picking me up. Yes, I was down in my misery, down in the pit of despair. But you took me by the hand and picked me up. You see, this morning I want to encourage someone and tell you that help is on the way. You may feel like your help is not coming, but God is the help that we need. Politicians try to help you, but they can't do it. People try to fix it, but they can't do it. Only God can help you. Only God is the one that gives you help. Only God is the one that can turn your life around. So God, this morning we thank you for being our help. We thank you, Lord, for always helping us when we need you. God, this morning may be someone who's feeling desirous, maybe feeling sad and trying to figure out what to do next, but Lord, we look to you, God, because the scripture says, I will look to the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord. Lord, this morning we need you. Lord, we look to you, God, because you are the one that can do it. You are the one that can help us. You are the one that can open doors for us. Lord, this morning, help us, strengthen us, rejuvenate us, revive us, in Jesus' name. But Lord, this morning, touch the states that are affected by the shootings, God. Touch the state of Texas. Touch Buffalo right now. In the name of Jesus, send comfort to them right now, God. Send strength to them right now in the name of jesus lord right now we just speak healing over those who's feeling sick healing over our bishop right now touch his body in the name of jesus lord touch people who may be feeling sick. Lord, right now, God, dry up the COVID, God, that's in someone's system and take it out in the name of you. Lord, touch my friend in Philadelphia who's dealing with COVID right now. Lord, touch the pastor that I was talking to the other day who had COVID right now. Bind and break sickness in the name of you. We thank you, Lord, for your healing power. We thank you, Lord, for your mighty power to heal, set free, and deliver. Lord, right now, send financial miracles to those who are looking for financial miracles in the name of Jesus. Someone who's in the hospital right now, God. Speak healing over them right now. In the name of Jesus. That bishop who's feeling sick, God, send healing to his body. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your healing power that flows right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, right now, cover us under your protection. Heal us right now. Set us free, God, in the The name of you. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the glory, God. We give you all the praise. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.